Good morning and welcome to episode 252 of Taking the Charge Podcast with you from Regensburg, Germany. I'm David Hine of Hine News. Thank you for stopping by to listen to this little old podcast. Um, back in Germany, back home, and uh, nice to be back home and feel, actually I feel um, almost totally back healthy that quickly. Uh, just, you know, that, 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 you know, when you get something and they have all the temperature changes and, you know, where you go cold to hot and back to cold and, and really, you know, probably really a matter of like 10 times a day or whatever, it's, uh, pretty hard to, um, to, to get healthy again, but, uh, yeah, feel fine just now and, um, uh, happy to be home. It was a great tournament. And, um, and, uh, yeah, I mean, what can you say? It's a fantastic uh, result for Canada. Talk about it more, I guess, in a little bit. Let me just let you know how you can get in contact with the show. You can reach out to me on Twitter at High News, H-E-I-N-N-E-W-S. The website is HeinNews.com. HeinNews at gmx.de is the web, is the email address. You can go to the Facebook group, put in the search bar, Taking the Charge Podcast, and you will find us there. You can go to iTunes and rate and review the show. You can be a supporter of the show. Go to patreon.com slash taking the charge for just a quarter a week, whatever. Um, you know, show your love for the show. And um, yeah, I guess that's about it. Um, plenty of ways to, to reach out. Um, 252, you, the FIBA basketball, FIBA U19 basketball world cup, uh, has come to a close and Canada has, uh, won the title. First time it's ever won a men's championship of any age group. And really you have to, you know, tip your hat to them. Unbelievable ride, unbelievable ride. Um, you know, they're gonna, you know, say they were, you know, sort of talked down as far as, uh, you know, guys not there. There definitely are plenty of guys who aren't here. Uh, but you look at that f- core of four uh, with, you know, R.G. Barrett, Abu Kijab, uh, Danilo Jurisic, uh, and Lindell Wigginton. That four, that quartet would have been on that team anyhow. Maybe a guy or two of the other, Shepard. Uh, Bamba, maybe because of their size, depending on, on some of the other guys. Uh, but, you know, that core quartet, they would have been on that team for sure and also would have had pretty major roles on the team. Um, so, yeah, really impressed with them. You know, they lost to Spain in the in the quarter f- in the quarter uh, group stage, and you look at uh, how they did that and, you know, how they lost, and you kind of wonder how it actually happened, and, and that kind of put them in the more difficult half of the bracket with France waiting in the quarterfinals and then a date with uh, USA in the semis. And, um, you know, it was um, it was a phenomenal, you know, three-game run, quarterfinals, uh, quarterfinals, semifinals, and final. Just an unbelievable run by, um, by Canada, you know, led, led, you know, predominantly by R.J. Barrett. Kijab obviously had a great... Um, a great run as well. Uh, Barrett, two years younger, you can think, okay, he's going to be, he could be in this tournament next year. Uh, pretty scary to imagine that. Uh, but, 
you know, they going into that day, I thought it was maybe 40%, you know, chance they had um, to maybe beat the Americans. You figured the, the Canadians, they had the athleticism, um, probably the only team out there in that field that could match it. And then you also had um, the fact that they've, you know, kind of, they have played together a lot. Um, four of the guys, you know, kind of have a history of playing under 16 in 2015, going ahead by 20 against the United States. None of the guys on that team, on that USA team, were in this tournament, but, you know, they had that group together and ended up losing that U16 final by 17 points. So you have that, and um, you had the fact that some of the 18s were really close to beating the Americans last summer at the 18 with, um, you know, that was with Fultz, and that was with Porter and um, Jared Allen, Bamba. You know, there were some big-time players that aren't here at this competition. Diallo was there as well. Washington was there as well. Um, and so you had a feeling that maybe they could do it. I, you know, I, like I said, I, I really, you know, somebody asked me after I said 50 fan and, and I, I said 50, 50 and I kind of correct. And I said, maybe about 40 because you knew that. And, um, and you knew that Barrett had played unbelievable in the, in the quarterfinals against France. And you, so you had to give them a chance and, um, you know, they use, they played a perfect game and, um, you know, the Americans, didn't play particularly bad, but you know they were just off a little, a little bit enough. And, and a team like Canada showed um, against the United States that, that they can win it, and it was totally impressive. And and um, yeah, uh, Italy lost to Italy. Uh, Italy lost in the final, and, and and they didn't lose gold. You know they won silver um, clearly, and. Um, you know, there's nothing else you can say about that. They clearly uh, won the, uh, the 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 silver medal by beating Spain in the semifinals. Uh, Spain, you know, they had the run that they wanted. You know, they were in the bottom half of the bracket. Even Lithuania had been beaten, and then they couldn't beat the Italians. Um, so, but this Italian team actually, minus Moretti and minus like maybe one or two other guys. They did beat Spain last year at the under-18, so there was that uh, factor as well. But still, you know, um, Italy, you have to t totally tip your hat. A totally non-sexy team that just, uh, you know, fought it out, grinded it out, you know, um, bit and scratched and clawed their way to the to the, to the final and uh, sent the um, sent the Spaniards to the third-place game against the Americans in the USA, grabbed the, grabbed the third place. So they snapped a 23-game winning streak. Did the um, did the Canadians? Um, so yeah, just total congratulations, the Italians. You know, worthy of um, you know definitely being as far as they got. You know, you look at uh, Bucarelli and uh, Oshilia, both made it to the all tournament team. I think that's very deserved. Um, obviously, Barrett MVP, key job, the way he played. Uh, definitely deserve to be on the um, All Star Five as well. The the fifth player, um, fifth player being um, uh, Peyton Pritchard from the United States. He had a had a good good run at the end. So results: uh, Germany came back from twenty points down to beat Lithuania. 
in the uh, fifth place game. Seventh went to uh, seventh went to f- uh, France. So you look at the five <laughs> five um, Americas, uh, five European teams, and uh, all five of them. Uh, all five of them finished in the top seven with just Canada and USA uh, in between. So uh, pretty impressive run by Europe. And um, New Zealand ended up grabbing 11th. Puerto Rico got by Japan in a thriller t- for tenth, for ninth place. Angola beat Korea. Um, uh, Silvio D'Souza with his absolute monster double double. Twenty, I think it was twenty seven and twenty one rebounds. So plenty of storylines. Um, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna go into too much more, uh, just because it's uh, kind of getting late and I really need to get, um, I really need to get some other things going on. Uh, I, there are some other tournaments going on right now, actually. Um, so if you want to, you know, go and uh, check them out. The FIBA under the FIBA U17 Oceana Championship has started. It it uh, is going to run until the until Saturday, and there was a big time scare for the for New Zealand. They were only beating Guam hosts Guam by eight points with about two and a half minutes left, and you know it, it it's kind of hard to really really signify the magnitude that that loss that 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 you know possible loss could have had um but if you look at that game if if new zealand had lost it they would have then almost without a doubt finished second in their group and uh would have had to have faced would have had to have faced most likely then Australia in the semifinals, and basically the win- the loser of that was out of the FIBA Asia. You know, couldn't even make it to the FIBA Asia under eight, the FIBA eight under U eighteen Asia Championship next year, and uh, and then obviously it would be out of the running for the under nineteen for this event in two years. So and, and Guam would have more or less guaranteed their their spot at FIBA Asia next year under eighteen, uh, but they couldn't they couldn't pull it out. Um, you know, I, I I tweeted out that for as big as USA getting beat by Canada was, Guam beating New Zealand would have been hundreds time hundreds of times bigger and uh, that much more of an upset. If they had actually been able to do it, couldn't do it, um, and uh, so um, <laughs> uh, it was close. It was close. Uh, I, I turned it on, and it was like I mean, nine minutes left, and it was only like a ten-point game. And you're thinking, oh my, this is um, you know. I tweeted out right away, hey man, get on. You know, if you're if you're, you know, uh, you know, get on and check it out. All the games are live on on on, on FIBA's uh, YouTube channel, so go check them out. So, also other things going on on the actually to actually on Friday is the start of the under twenty European Championship Division B, and then on the Saturday is the start of the uh, A div- A division of the under twenty Europe. Uh, so the twenty so the fifteenth on the Saturday is the, the 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 final of the Oceana. So most likely. 
uh, New Zealand and Australia doesn't mean as much as it used to mean because both of those, because the top two teams, the two finalists will reach the FIBA U18 Asia Championship. So it's not, um, you know, lose, winner goes to the world to, to the Youth World Cup and the loser stays home. They both now, the finalists both go to the FIBA U18 Asia. Um, and then the same thing uh, next year with the uh, FIBA U- U16 Asia. Um, and then on Saturday in Peru is the South American Under-17 Championship uh, with three teams going to the FIBA U18 A- Americas Championship next summer in St. Catharines near, near Toronto. And so you look at uh, South American, that is your Argentina, Paraguay, Chile, Peru, Venezuela, um, I guess I just named the other countries as well, Colombia, Uruguay, and Bolivia. Three of those teams going to the under-18 Americas next year in St. Catharines. Uh, and, and then, so there's, and, and then not for another couple weeks, then are the other tournaments, uh, 18 in Europe, uh, 18 in Europe starts on July 29. So that's, uh, another two weeks. The under the central basket under 17, uh, which I cannot wait to watch. And I I hope they're going to be on. Uh, online, um, not 100 100% sure. I haven't checked on that. Um, that's in the Dominican Republic, and that is your your Dominican Republic, your Puerto Rico, your Mexico, Virgin Islands, Bahamas, Panama, uh, Guyana, and then also Jamaica. Jamaica. That's the podcast we had a couple weeks ago with Terry Upshaw, the Canadian who's coaching that team. That tournament starts on. Uh, July 26th and it only runs five days the 30th is the final again the top three teams from that tournament go so that's actually two weeks from today um, so you know go to go to FIBA.com FIBA.basketball actually FIBA.basketball is the uh, the new the new site FIBA.basketball and um, go there check out uh, check out all the tournaments and um and then you can uh, keep up to up to date on on everything. Actually, uh, if I'm not mistaken, let me actually check that. FIBA Africa, FIBA U16 Africa actually starts tomorrow. Oh, fantastic! Um, be watching that FIBA Africa FIBA U16 Africa Championship. Um, so eight eight teams. Uh, eight teams going on in Mauritius, so Mauritius, Mozambique, Tunisia, Mali, Egypt, Madagascar, Rwanda, Algeria. So huge, uh, huge uh, name missing is obviously uh, Angola. Um, so you know, right now, you know, you look at it and you'd almost have to say uh, near guarantee that uh, Egypt and, and Mali make it. Tunisia probably could maybe be in a run for it. Maybe Rwanda, they've been doing some things in in, in, in their basketball, but only eight teams, and that starts then tomorrow, the, the 15th, the uh, no, sorry, the, tw- the 13th. 
Um, so go check out those um, those games. Those will again also be live on on uh, FIBA's uh, U- uh, FIBA's uh, YouTube channel. So all of that, um, enjoy that uh, interview. I'm just gonna. You know, I was kind of wondering how I wanted to do this, and um, I think I'm just going to give you everything I got from the from uh, from Canada at the. Oh wait, no, one, actually, one more thing I do want to. Um, uh, this is new for me, and I, I don't know how much time I'm going to have to watch it, and but we'll, we'll see the Peach Jam. So this is like um, uh, the sort of the AAU circuit in the U.S. that runs from. Um, actually today the 12th until Sunday and that's in Georgia and uh, so I might actually try to check some of that out um, but uh, anyhow so that's that's the other, the the other event that's going on right now loads and loads of basketball youth basketball going on so um, I, I, um, I have a lot of basket I have a lot of Canadian stuff and I think I'm just gonna give it to you all here from uh, from from Egypt and I think I'm gonna kind of break it down start with the the game the the interviews that i did after the semifinal win over the united states then move into the interviews i did after um the final so uh order is going to be um i'm going to start with danilo uh after again after after usa win move over to roy rana and uh, then go to Michelle O'Keefe, the right run of the coach. Michelle O'Keefe, the president and CEO of Canada Basketball. Uh, then after that, I'm going to run the R.J. Barrett uh, short little thing I had with R.J. Barrett after the USA game. And then right after him, going to stay with R.J. and go after the title. And then move over to... Uh, Abu Kijab after the championship game, then Noah Kirkwood after the championship game, and then to finish off, we will do Michael Meeks, uh, assistant coach after the after the championship game. So total of eight interviews again. Daniel Jurišić. We're going to start with him, Roy Rana, coach, uh, and then go to Michelle O'Keefe. Moving then on to R.J. Barrett twice, first after the USA game, then after the the, the, the final. Then move over to Abu Kijab's short little interview, Noah Kirkwood, and then finish off with Michael Meeks. So enjoy those, um, and uh, we will catch you on the other side. Just say your couple words. Go for it. Oh, man, I know. Uh, U.S. is always a big target in these tournaments, and uh, they're always the one to beat. And to have a feeling like this, knock them out in the semis, is what we worked for for a long time. You know, we planned, we executed to exactly the coach's plans and uh, followed the scouting report and played our hearts out for our country, so we got the W. Um, thinking you could do it and believing you could do it, what was the, what was the point where you're like, you know what, we might even have these guys? I mean, right from the jump, we, we started out strong. It was a tight game, you know, in the, in the end of the first half, I think we were up three. Um, I think after the first quarter, I was like, yo, we can, we can bang with these guys for sure. Like, we're right in the game. And then uh, as the second half started rolling by and we kept getting, you know, a stronger and stronger lead. I thought, you know, it was in the bag. We just had to finish the game and execute. He can play here in two years' time. Talk about RJ, man. He carried you yesterday. Him and Abu uh, today, you know, 
whatever it was in the first half, you know, just 12 free throws too, getting it online, doing everything for you guys. Talk about him um, and today and maybe also the two days. RJ, I mean, you saw it. I mean, he carried us in the first half, had way more than all of us combined. He's the reason why we were in the game, you know, finishing with the huge numbers. I don't know if it was 40 or 38, whatever it was. That's huge, especially for a guy that's two years younger than all the competition. So RJ really led us, and he's been leading us to the whole tournament, really, in scoring, passing. He's up there in assists. He's doing all, it all for us, and he's being a great leader, being down a couple of ages. That, that's on the court. Talk about him off the court. He's a great guy. We're always hanging out. Um, you know, I really appreciate RJ as a, as a guy, as a friend. He's always there, and uh, you know, in the hotel, always hanging out, joking around. He's a really funny guy, and he's great to be around. He's a great personality. What's this mean for for Canada? Uh, it's huge. Um, it's been talking about this has been a topic for a long time. You know, can Canada beat the U.S.? Can Canada hang with the U.S.? And and we proved today that you know we're right up there. So it just has to translate through all the age groups. We have to continue to work. You know, we're not satisfied with this, and we're looking forward to competing for a gold medal tomorrow. Um, tomorrow, it's it's Italy. They came into the tournament dreaming of being here. You guys did as well. Um, what do you think of the final? I think it's going to be a great game. You know, Italy had a tough road to get here as well. So you can't, we can't hang our, you know, we can't relax because we just beat, you know, the number one team in the, in the tournament. So uh, it's going to be another great, big challenge tomorrow. We got to go rest up, follow the scouting report, and uh, execute tomorrow on the big stage. How do you, how do you not, or how do you avoid the letdown? after you win? I mean, we just got to take it as another game. We looked at them as just another opponent on the way to the gold medal, and that was our plan coming into the tournament, right? So we can't look at it as like, oh, this is a, such an amazing feeling. We can just relax now. We just got to keep going, keep playing hard, and get ready for tomorrow. You've slayed the dragon. Maybe just talk about that, and then say, how do you keep the guys grounded? Say, you still have one more game. Uh, you know what? Congratulations I mean, I, first. Yeah, I mean, I, I think it, it, it still hasn't really sunk in, but I think our kids understand the opportunity we have ahead of us, and you know, hopefully, the excitement of this win will spill over into another uh, just you know energetic and passionate performance for our country tomorrow. So you know, I think they'll be ready. Obviously, this is a pretty special group considering you know um, how young we are as well, and uh, I, I think we'll be ready for tomorrow night. Um, what does this mean for Canadian basketball? I'm not sure. I mean, you know what? We'll find out. I mean, I think it only just continues to help uh, help young kids, you know, dream the dream and, and, and be confident about our abilities and our place in the basketball world. And uh, that's really exciting. Canada just beat the USA in the semifinal. Big game. Um, they haven't lost, I think it was 25, 24, 25 games in a row, dating back to the quarterfinals in 2011. Now you can add the 2017 semifinals to their list of defeats and probably one of your biggest victories uh, in, in on the men's side, or at least the youth men's side. Talk about the meaning of this game for, for Canada basketball. Well, you know, first, I am so proud of the of the coaching staff of the athletes. They have put their heart and soul into this, and they battled hard. I mean, you had people falling out. You had poor Abu vomiting out on the team near the end of the game. They just put everything into it, and so I'm incredibly proud of them. As far as wins on the youth men's side, absolutely. It's a it's our biggest win on the youth side. Um, senior men's side, it's pretty, it's, it's, I'd have to look back. I mean, obviously, if I'm looking at modern day, 
we're not going to count the 1932 Olympics, but uh, <laughs> it's it's just an unbelievable thing. It's a game changer for us. I mean, you know, these these boys take a lot of um, hits, and our coaches take a lot of hits. And I hope that the Canadian basketball community is uh, is taking notice because I think a lot of the things that we've been working on for a number of years are falling into place, and this was a great win for them. Um, you know, some of these guys were in the in the the 16 final when they uh, in FIBA Americas where they're up by 20 points after 11 minutes and ended up losing by 17. For those kids who were in that game and they're in this game now, what do you think about what do you what do you what do you say about those guys? The maturity that they've shown in the last two years, heck, the maturity they've shown in the last three games has been incredible. I mean, and that's the beauty of teenagers, right? They just they just evolve minute by minute, and you could just see all of them in the maturity. And like you're absolutely right, that game it, when we lost to the U.S. when we should we were ahead so much. You know what? You want to be the best. You have to beat the best, and that's the way we train. We, we know we have to beat the Americans. They're in our zone, so we train that way. And a lot of these boys play against the Americans in school all year round so it's I think the intimidation factor is not as big as it used to be I think that's probably the biggest key that there is no oh it's the Americans it's like oh he plays at the high school that I played with yesterday yeah. or he's my teammate yeah exactly um, he was amazing yesterday he was probably even more amazing today <laughs> and he's two years younger he could play in this competition in two years RJ what do you think Oh yeah, RJ's great. He, you know, he's a special kid. He's he's got a lot of intensity. We're laughing amongst ourselves because we're hosting the U18 FIBA Americas next year, and we want him to play. So how do you go from a gold medal game at the world level back to the year behind in the Americas Championship? I don't know, but it sure would be fun, wouldn't it? For sure. Um, about that, then, what do you think about? Uh, you know, there's the big push in in Canadian basketball um, to have that tournament there. You know, you had the you had, you had the um, uh, the um, the uh, Pan Am were there as well. Now there's this. You know, it's a it's a youth Cana youth national uh, national team competition. What do you think about now? We're starting to host more events as well. Oh, it's part of our strategic plan. Uh, hosting official FIBA events is part of what we need to do to be able to build our business. And it's important. I mean, there was a big Twitter war tonight with all the Canadians bitching because the uh, the games weren't on TV at home. And not that the YouTube feed isn't great, but they want to be able to see it on TV. So there was a big war going on at home. So if we can ever get these games on TV and, and get the fans out of the closet and really... That was <laughs> Gone through a lot with that guy. I imagine that. Um, yeah, if we can, uh, if we can just get the Canadian fans out of their, you know what? <laughs> we, have, we have three goals: capture the hearts and minds of Canadians, grow our participation numbers to rival soccer and hockey, and get to the podium consistently. And now we're starting to get to the podium consistently. And if we could just get more of the games on TV and have that big business plan that works then I know we'll be we'll rival soccer and hockey. The Toronto Raptors have a great fan base. Last question. Um, Toronto obviously well known. Um, but you know, Wigginton didn't play today, but he's from Nova Scotia. No. Shepherd's from BC? No. Shepherd's from BC. Shepherd's from, from Nate BC. Darling's from Nova Scotia. Nova Scotia. Dort is from Montreal. He's not here. Gary yeah. Harris from Montreal. How good can Canada be when the other cities, the other provinces also start. Do I have to answer that? Go for it. <laughs> However you want to. Diplomatic, uh, whatever you want. 
like I said, our goal is to get to the podium consistently, and when we have, I've, I've got this new cliche, a new phrase I'm trying to work out, I haven't got it worked out yet, but if we all get all our instruments playing at the same time, we will be a great orchestra. I'll let you go with that. Maybe you can make it sound better. Maybe it sounded fantastic. <laughs> Just maybe a little bit of your feelings. How, how are you feeling after this? It was a great game. We beat the USA. But, uh, we got one more tomorrow, so just getting ready for tomorrow. Um, maybe talk about you know what 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 made this what made this uh, game you know you know you took over at the first half. Was that was that just not one not knowing exactly who else was going to do it? Your responsibility or talk about that first half? I really just played the game. It was and that's just the way it ended up. If I had 10 points and I had like eight assists, you know, and we won, that's what I would have to do. But today I scored a lot, so it's good. What's it, what's it mean for you to, to get this win? It means a lot. You know, we beat, we beat the USA, that, uh, the champs, so we're trying to beat the chest tomorrow. Talking about tomorrow, Italy is, you know, a tough, scrappy team. Um, talk about the game. I mean, they're going to battle, and we battle too, so. We'll see who gets. We'll see who gets the best. Um, you know, what's it like for you being here? You know, everybody, you know, wants to have your picture now, and you know, and, and everything else. What's what's it like for you being here? Um, been here last year, so it's nothing really new. But just trying to get a gold medal. All right, I'll let you go with that man. Rest. Hey, you got this around your neck. You've been fighting for this for a long time. Thought, just your thoughts in general. Let I, it out, let I'm, it out, man. I have no words. It's a hard group of guys. Everybody works hard, everybody fought. It was just it was just a crazy experience to see how far we came in a couple weeks. It's an amazing feeling. What's it say for Canadian basketball? That we're up and coming. That's all I gotta say. What what how, how did you guys how did you do this? How did this team do this? Everything the adversity that you guys had, stomach stomach flu, everything else. Yes. It's just, we, we say trust the process, commit to the process, and, and they brought us here to this championship. So like for you being here, winning this thing, you know, you have so much pressure, just in general, thoughts about it all? Something I dreamed of, so it's great to accomplish it. So uh, the message that your dad's been giving you, or maybe you since you're over here? Yeah. He's, he texts me every day, gives me a little pointers, just, he's, he's great, he's supportive from back home, I feel loved. Alright, thanks man. How amazing is this? You guys have been fighting so long for this. How amazing is it? It's an unbelievable experience, man. You know, we're the first to do it. So, you know, it's a blessing. And, you know, it's a real feeling. And, you know, I'm just taking I can't even take it in right now, man. I can't even take it in. What's it mean for Canada, the basketball? You know, you guys have been uh, the younger brother, the whatever, up north, up, down, up north from the Americans. You beat them. You have the first title now. It really just shows how far we come as a, as a basketball, you know. And you know, everybody doubted us from the beginning. They're calling us the boot, the B team. You know, they said they weren't going to win. And you know, that doubt just fueled us. And you know, led us to a championship. Last question. Last question. Just talk about RJ. Say a few words. You know, two years younger, he can play here next in two in the next time in two years. You were here as, as a youngster, so yeah. you kind of have a feeling of it. Your thoughts? He's an unbelievable player, man. Even better kid, you know, he's amazing off the court. And just the overall good guy, man. I really love him, just like a little brother, man. Congratulations, you got a gold medal around your neck. Yeah. How's this feel? It's a great feeling, you know. 
Canada, always the underdog a lot of these kind of tournaments for us to beat U.S. and then come and get the goal is a great feeling. Well, first you had to get to France to even get to your first semifinal. Just talking about this whole run, you know, from the start to beginning, you know, losing to Spain and then going in the other half of the bracket with France and America. Just talk about the whole run. I think it just shows how resilient we are, you know. We, we lost our pool play game and a lot of people thought we weren't here to win a medal and we won gold and we knew what we were capable of and I think we needed a little push in the beginning. So I think I'm happy we had this road because it, it proved who we were are as a team. Two years ago, you, RJ, um, two other guys were on the team that were up by 20 after 11 minutes, yeah. lost by 17. Yeah. How sweet was it to get that victory over the Americans? I know there really oh, weren't there really weren't many of Americans on that yeah. team, but still, it's America. Talk about thinking about that two years ago and then America. I mean, it's been an, they've been our enemies since day one, and we always wanted to have that one opportunity to get them. And when we had our chance. We weren't going to let go, and I think that just shows who myself, RJ, Danilo, Grant, RS people, and I think we just proved ourselves. Last question, what do you think this sort of means? I know you're just taking it in, but what do you think it means to Canadian basketball and what it can mean? Well, I mean, to, in the beginning of this tournament, we were considered the B team. So to show people around the world that it doesn't matter who the guys are, as long as we play together, and it shows younger Canadians, you know, anything's possible. Thanks. Been a, a wild ride. What's your feelings on this whole thing? You know, it, it's the entire process to come to a head right now. This moment is like I, I can't even take it all in. I'm really happy for for these kids because uh, there's a lot of things going on. They had a lot of a lot of choices to make, but send out the invites, they answer the call against all kinds of odds, you know. People don't see the, the, the amount of work that these kids put in during the year. There's the people back home that help them out, the parents, the teachers, the high school coaches, club coaches. It takes it literally takes a nation for us to get here. And I'm just happy for them, man. You, you know, people don't hear the, the diarrhea they had to go through the last 10 days and, and uh, the jet lag and, and the things like that. But these kids just battled through it all. I think they were, they were one of the toughest teams here. Um, I'm really proud of them right now, really proud of our country. What's it mean to Canadian basketball that you guys won this? What's that? What's it mean to Canadian basketball that you won? This is the first gold medal we've ever had in our program, so it means, it means a lot. I'm sure the people back home right now are, are going crazy. You know, I'm still trying to take it all in. You know, it's, uh, we've been sober a couple times in a couple tournaments, but this is, this is amazing. Talk about RJ, he's two years younger than everybody, he doesn't play anything like that. Let's talk about him and, and how you've seen him uh, grow and progress over the last two years. This is probably one of the toughest summers for him too, having to play up two years, you know, getting used to uh, a couple guys that were new and, and, and playing with him, but he's handled everything like a pro. This is probably the best summer he's, you know, he's had to overcome a lot of adversity and I think he dealt with it well. You know, he, he just, the deeper the pool you put him in, the bigger the, the muscles he grows. He just finds a way to get his head above the water and, and excel. He's exceptional. Okay, uh, yeah, I was really happy with, um, it seems that the media in Canada are really eating this up, which I'm really, really happy about because, you know, the, the, the team, the kids, the, the organization, um, you know, deserve it. And uh, for, the, for the run they had, for the history they made, 
you know, it's um, it's impressive. And so I'm glad that, you know, the, the Prime Minister Trudeau tweeted out congratulations in, in English and in French. I'm happy that the that um, that the game was shown live on TSN. Um, happy that the that the um, that the kids were going on breakfast TV the next the next day after they arrived. They had a nice little welcome at the airport then after they got back. You know, all this uh, really, really happy because, um, you know, you know, without a doubt, they deserve this. You know, it was a it was an unbelievable run, an unbelievable team. And they played some absolutely phenomenal basketball. And, uh, you know, they're world champions. And this is the first time that Canadian that the Canadians have been able to say that um, at the um, at the men's level. So, um, yeah, I guess with that, I'm going to let you go. Last thing I need to let you do, let you know, is uh, what you're going to be listening to. The song's called "Ain't Misbehaving." It's by the Underscore Orchestra. Enjoy it. Enjoy all the basketball this week. There is loads of basketball again. U eight, U twenty, A and B will start by by Saturday. Both of those will be on. Saturday's uh, most likely going to be Oceania Championship uh, between New Zealand and. Um, Australia, you have the South Americans uh, U17 starting for uh, on 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 Saturday as well. You have Peach Jam going until Sunday, so loads of hoops. Um, enjoy it, and uh, we'll catch you next week. And take care.
to walk with, but I am happy on the ship in misbehaving, saving all my love for you. Darling, you know it's too well. I know for certain, don't wanna know. I do it, but then it's you that I am thinking of. Hi, this is Patrick Bauman, Secretary General of FIBA, and you're listening to Taking the Charge. Enjoy. 